Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. In that case, let's do it. <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Trying, Trying, Trying. <laughs> trying to be better podcast with are joel we? and steve are we you know i some am days, trying some days i am trying to be how's better that going? how's it going well you went back I, to work i went back to work man uh-huh and it is like i was just telling my friend josh at the meeting i was just at that <clears throat> it feels like is this the Josh I know? This is the Josh you know. Oh, cool. It feels like as much as it feels like being shot out of a cannon that you don't that you didn't agree to, but you totally agreed to it. You you crawled in the cannon. I crawled in the can, but it's like <laughs> I maybe I'm the only one that feels that way, but it's it was maybe I'm that delusional, which is very possible. Agreed. But I was like, oh, I mean, it's just been intense. And well, it's you've some, I know just a little one thing that's going that was going on that was a little kind of. Yeah, it's intense. And. Yeah, and it's like. Um, you know, I, I am grateful for spaces like recovery spaces that we've talked about before, where I feel like I can just show up to and not have to be an expert or not at least have the yeah. idea that I am the expert or that I'm not just a, teach. Bo- just a bozo on the bus. I'm just another bozo on the bus. Yeah. And, but that takes some adjusting because I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to be better. We, I, I work is in session, man. I have, have had a situation this week that it just kind of baffles logic and reason and yeah and it's all end user related and just people complaining that their thing the very very short and general version of the story is that people were complaining that this critical notification wasn't showing up on the little mobile information devices yeah and so we spent an ungodly amount of time and resources and phone calls and wailing of the teeth and wailing and gnashing of the teeth and it turns out Part of the reason why the notifications weren't working is because the users had the notifications turned off on their device. That's uh, it's it's hard to get notifications when that setting is turned off. Just kind of one of those things where when we realized that was happening, it took a lot, a lot, for me to be principled in that moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would imagine so. Because mm-hmm. they wasted an insane amount of time and resources and. Yeah. So it's fine. I uh I'm gonna I told you before you hit record that I, you know, going through a thing. Well, okay. Full disclosure, the reason why we didn't have a podcast until now, we normally oh, yeah. record on Sunday, is that a bug flew in Joel's eye <laughs> while he was riding his damn bicycle. Why are you referring to yourself in the third person? Because it just didn't even seem like it actually happened to me. I see a, a bug flew in my eye while I was riding my bicycle, which has happened dozens of times before. Sure. And you kind of just rub it out and then yeah. it's gone and you're fine. And, but this one, I think decided to break apart and get lodged into my eye socket. And like, it was for, you know, the rest of that night we went out to eat, we rode back home. I was like, had my eye closed, you know, and I'm like this, well, maybe I'll wake up. It'll feel better. It did not feel better on Sunday morning. And mm-hmm. I, and, Kirsten, bless her heart, pulled the uh, wife card and was like, you don't like your eye. You need to go to the urgent care like now because I'm like red and like can't open it. And it's just <laughs> but gushing. Baby, I got, got a podcast to do. I got fans, honey. We've got and <laughs> plus, we have like we had like a really cool guest. And yes, thank, thank you so much to them for being, being very kind and patient. Yeah. But well, I went as to the, far as the emails go. I went to the urgent care. Yeah. And they like had to like peel back my eyelid and scrape it out with a Q 
Q-tip and then get these weird little forceps out and pl- they plucked out parts of bug from my eye socket. Oh my God. And it was so gnarly. And then I, it we felt fine. They put some like numbing stuff on drops on there and they irrigated it. Yeah. And I was fine. We went out to eat and I was like, okay, I think this is better. A couple hours later, I'm like, it's something is still in there. And it was just the irritation. They went back in, they looked, I went back to urgent care. They yeah. looked again. Just so, the, the scratched cornea, probably. Yeah, that didn't help. But I am yeah. I am much better today. Well, I, in that clearly. respect, my eye. <laughs> my eye is much I was, better today. I was, I was trying to come up with a way to, to give you shit saying, Joel, see how irresponsible it was for you to go enjoy your little bike riding activity and jeopardize our ability to produce content. I know. I, I bet there's an insurance policy there, I'm sure out, there is. You know? I guarantee you it costs more than we make off of this podcast. Yeah. There's a 100% chance of that. Yeah. So sorry, everybody that maybe sets their watch to our Sunday podcast. There are a few people that I think do actually, and we love you. And we love you. I think there are some people that make I, it a part of their Monday routine. Although something. I do think that some of our most diehard loyal listeners are kind of in the, yeah, we'll get around to it category. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, avid listener, Matt Martinowski, he's about 20 episodes back. And it's funny because he'll like comment like, okay, I just listened to episode, whatever. And I'm like, man, that was weeks ago, dude. That's... Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Maybe we anyway. should start having like trans for the record though. I do keep, I've kept all of our recordings. That's amazing. Like the raw files and everything. So, wow. so that when we do break, think of the marketing bonanza our like first 100 episodes will be it'll be behind a 50 dollar paywall at least yeah or something what's marin charging for his archives like 10 bucks a month i you know when he (laughs) i i used to pay for it because i when i got into him i listened to some contemporaneously and then i was like i love this guy i went back to the i went back to the beginning and paid for however long it took to get caught up and then yeah, I did. I missed his show. In well, like you introduced me to Marin in like 2013, I think, or 2014. Yeah. We're coming back from Denver. Yeah, yeah. Thinky Pain. Thinky Pain. Mm-hmm. Well, you bought me his book that he signed. Oh yeah. We should have Marin on. We should reach out to him. I'll try. I'll give it a shot. You should what the hell? I mean, you know, it could happen. Stranger Things. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what the hell going, are we going to talk about? I'm going through it today, man. Oh, you're going through it. Let's let's unpack that. Um, I'm going to share in a general way. Okay. Um, because it it deserves to be shared in a general way. Um, not because I'm trying to be vague or coy. I I said I said some things in a context recently that on paper are very offensive. I said them in context based on lived experience, I used a phrase and a word that is a lightning rod. Okay. I'm just going to be very juicy. I used it. Yeah. But you know, and somebody who was there present said, Hey, can I take you to the mat on something? And I'm like, sure. And they proceeded to sort of say, Hey, that word is super not okay. And you know, I'm like, Whoa, like, I felt every fiber of my being want to defend myself. Um, I kind of cranked on it all day. I felt off. I still feel awful. I mean, thank goodness for recovery meetings. I, you know, the meeting I went to tonight, which is a recovery Dharma meeting was, you know, meditation. And we talked about judgment and all this stuff. It was very helpful, but you know, it, I don't, I mean, this could be a whole can of worms where we could talk about how, you know, uh, you, you know, like I, you just can't say anything anymore. That's not what I'm saying. I, I just said something in context referring to the past and my personal past. Mm-hmm. And it really did upset somebody around me and they were able to express that. Thank goodness. But I've been taking myself to the woodshed all day about it. Did you do anything wrong? I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, I think the defensive part of me wants to say, no, it wasn't intent. The intent wasn't to hurt. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, based on my spiritual practice, you know, intentions do stand for something. They do mean something. My intention was not to hurt, Mm -hmm. but it certainly is one of those words that is used to hurt others. Mm -hmm. And so it was really hard. And it's like, you know, I talked to Kirsten about it a little bit and she was very honest and helpful, but it's like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know that I did anything wrong. And I definitely addressed it in the moment, mm-hmm. but it's one of those moments, one of those times where it's like, I have a really hard time letting that go, especially when I could f- visibly see that somebody was harmed by my action. I, mm. my intention wasn't to harm somebody, but you know, like, I don't know that I know that's, I'm being vague on purpose. Yeah, like, that's fine. I I, I mean, to me that, I mean, you, are you <clears throat> I mean, I know you well enough to know that. I think you're probably capable of using words with the intention to hurt. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. But I also know that that's not your MO. No. And if you were just sharing your experience and that experience, you know, made somebody upset, I don't know that you necessarily need to make amends for that. Yeah. I mean, acknowledging, which it sounds like you did acknowledging in the moment, like, gosh, and maybe you didn't, but it sounds like you were, received that in a way that was not defensive or yeah um, and and it it was one of those moments too where you know as i look back on the moment this person it was it was it's really interesting to sort of unpack it or be mindful about it because this particular person in a in in a group setting was able to say hey i need to take you to the mat on what you just said good for them totally that's, that's way what, better than after the meeting, them walking to the parking lot being like, you know, fuck Joel Egger. I can't believe you said that, you know? Right. And I'm going to, you know, and this person could cause more, you know, could, there could be more consequences, I guess, from sure. this. Or well, that's always make, true. Yeah, that's always true. And that's the mm-hmm. thing. It's like, okay, there are always consequences to your actions and I am responsible mm. for my own actions. Right. My intent wasn't to be harmful, but it's like, I have, I noticed that there, there was that looking back, there was like a real fork in the road where I could have dug my heels in yep, and made a huge defensive and looked like a complete ass, sure. you know? but I allowed that person to speak their mind. And it was like, you know what? You're right. You know, like I take that in, I honor that, you know, I will, I will that, you know, I don't need to utter that phrase or I don't need to frame it that way in the future. And right. But man, I, I just go back to that thing over and over again in my head all day. And it's like, well, now you're just shooting all over yourself. It's totally true. Yeah. And I, you know, I think I talked to you off mic about something else. And it's like, I can, you know, a couple of days ago where it's like, I do that. I should myself. And I also, I also don't, I don't let that go. It's like, I really have a hard time. And it, and it's not like I'm trying to find ways to be right. I'm just like, that's, that's a real slippery slope for me in terms of my anxiety and like, oh my God, what are they going to tell other people? What are they going to say? Next thing? They- yeah. You're, you're projecting a conversation that other people are having in a week Yeah, about that incident Yeah, where you're not faring very well. Never. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, some people have that may have that defect where they they always come out on top. And yeah, they're, like they're they're talking about me. It's going to be great. I, I don't know which is better, but I certainly don't have that. I think that's called narcissism. Ah, uh, yes. That's I probably, think that's what that is. I mean, but this is self-centered in a different way. 100%. It's like, you know, thinking less of yourself is not the same as thinking of yourself less. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Because if it was, I'd be on top of the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't have that. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm sure there are people that do. Like you said, narcissists. I have or no, you, you know. a handful of them. That's amazing. Because mm-hmm. never in my in my thinky pain, which is exactly what's mm-hmm. happening right now. Right. Am I the winner in any scenario? It's always well, worst case, worst case. Right. This is all going down. It's all know? going down. So you might as well just burn it proactively. Well, that is, that is a, you know, after 21 years of continuous sobriety or whatever, it's like, that is a, uh, there's still that member of the board. That's like, you know what, you know what, well, you should run, you should drink or you should run away or you should blow it up. Yeah. I just run away. 
and then blow it up. <laughs> blow it up and then run away. Yeah, like you know, in a blaze of glory with the thing blowing yeah. up behind you. You know, right? Which is <laughs> when really, like in your mind, it's the huge ball of fire you're riding out victorious and really what it is is a handful of people standing there going what an asshole yeah jeez. <laughs> no he had a good run <laughs> i guess he was he was he could be and nice then they look but... at each other and go yeah all right and then they just walk off yeah where are we going for dinner pretty much yeah mm-hmm yeah it's it's just been a struggle i mean that's where you caught me today is, this is this is gonna shock you i bet <laughs> But there have been some times in my life where I've said things that have had really adverse effects <laughs> on people around me and myself, like really negative. That is, that's a, sh- that is shocking. Steve. Shocking. I, I can't believe and, that. You know, shit, I did it this morning. I literally did that this morning. Nice. Not terribly, but like I woke up and I'm trying to, I'm making breakfast, to the girls and it like literally just one of those things where like, it's kind of a ballet. Like there's things that need to happen. Like it's kind of a routine yeah. that I've honed over the last decade. Right. What cooking breakfast and getting myself ready for work. Like it's a routine and this more, and I'm kind of good at it. I mean, I can have breakfast cooked, girls fed, cleaned up 20 minutes. Wow. I'm fed. I'm gone. Right. Yeah. And, uh, this morning, every single thing I touched, like I dropped it or spilt it or, you know, like the, I just like the, the friggin' blender through the circuit. So I had to go out to the garage and flip the circuit. I mean, it was just, yeah. and then for some reason, Oh, uh, Sunny, the pug, she's, yeah. it turns out she's arthritic. Oh yeah. And so I've been kind of carrying her up and down the stairs to go out to the bathroom. Yeah. Cause the stairs are hard on her haunches and, uh, yeah. yeah. And so this morning, for some dumbass reason, we got this big <laughs> cup full of fruit smoothie, and I grabbed the dog, and I'm going down the stairs, and she kind of squirmed a little bit, and I dropped the cup of smoothie on the brand new carpet. Ooh, and, nice. Yeah, no. And uh, fortunately, because of the pug, I have one of those pet, like, you know, a carpet cleaner deal and little green machine thing. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I mean, by this time, I'm like... I need to just go back to bed. I need to cancel yeah. today because yeah. this is nothing as good has happened thus far. Yeah. And so um, I hear at the top of the stairs, this is right at the bottom of the stairs, and I hear at the top of the stairs, what happened? And I said, without looking up, I'll give you one guess. <laughs> and then I realized Wait a minute. I just talked like that to my wife who was just asking what happened. Just just wanted to know what happened, man. I, but I mean, in my mind, it was not now. DEFCON 5. Kind of, well, I mean, I was already there. You know, I'm yeah, being yeah, attacked. Yeah. I'm being right. attacked by the universe and I don't need yep. this shit right now. Hmm. And, and it was literally just my loving wife saying what and that's, happened. I and mean, so later I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just it wasn't good you know yeah Yeah. and but i mean that's that's like a small thing yeah but i have also just out of like whether ignorance or just being an idiot occasionally just said things kind of offhandedly like legitimately really hurt somebody's feelings yeah yeah you know with no intention of that yep and sometimes in the moment like i'm kind of aware of it and i'm like oh shit yeah, that was probably a really bad thing to say. And if they don't say anything, then I'm not going to say anything. And so we just let that relationship die. <laughs> you know, well, that's and that's the bravery of this person was yeah. like, hey, I need to take you. I Can I take you to the mat on something you said earlier? And I was like, do you want it? Yeah. Do you want to do that Me- now or privately? And they were like, let's I'll just say it now. Like, it's not cool to say. And they were. Said. It sounds like they weren't like attacking you. They were just saying. They were, tell you how you uh, you what you said has really affected me in a negative way, and you need to hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's totally like I don't know, man. I would, I yeah. In unpacking just something, it wasn't small, but it it probably won't matter in a year, you know? Right. But it's one of those things where it's like, <clears throat> like like with the smoothie incident we were just talking about. If I look at where I was at spiritually, mentally in my head at that that moment, I was feeling very egocentric. I was feeling like what I had to say, everybody needed to listen to. Mm -hmm. I'm the, the end all be all expert. 
and I can, I, I, not that I can kind of say whatever I want, but I can say what I can say, whatever I want, because I know the context with which I'm talking, mm. you know? Yeah. And then instantly I was like, I could have said that 20 different ways. Mm-hmm. I could have said that 20 different uh, ways. And I did. the worst one came out. Correct. Yeah. Well, I've done that. Hell, I've done that on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, I know what I mean. And yes. you pointed out like, yeah, but there's some people in our dozens of listeners that might take that the wrong way. Exactly. Yep. So that's that been a, a lesson, you know, very similar situation. Uh huh. Um, and it was one of those things where I feel awful, but at the same time, I, I feel like my intention was right and good. The context wasn't awful. It was not having the awareness that words and action and not actions make sense, but words, even in the most earnest and good intention spaces, like words still affect people in different ways, you mm-hmm. know, and phrases and things that you say and ways that you say them. And it's like, Tone. you know, I don't want to walk around on eggshells around everybody all the time, but I could, you can't, but at the same right. time, like, yeah. So it's just been, it's been eating my lunch. all Okay. Day. So this is this segue slash tangent makes sense in this context. Give it to me. How about, how about season six of better call Saul? <laughs> yeah. Because um, what, what you're saying about like the walking on each those things or whatever. Yeah. And if you haven't watched to our listeners, if you haven't watched season six of better call Saul fast forward, like 30 seconds or a minute, cause there's going to be a spoiler here. Yeah. Go for it. But um, when Kim goes to Florida, yeah. Did you notice how completely um, agreeable she was? How indecisive and just kind yeah. of like, yep. I mean, they'd be like, well, what do you think, Kim? And she's like, well, I don't really have an opinion on that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much to everything. Yeah. She was just very um, passive. Very passive. That's Which is yes. not like her whole character arc. 100%. I mean, that was a very dramatic, intentional, like she went down there to be passive. To survive. Just, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And that's all she was. That's basically what she was doing. Yeah. Because she had a new boyfriend or whatever. And he was like, let's go here. And she's like, okay. Okay. What do you think about going there? That okay. sounds fine. Yeah. And the the lovemaking scene was just hilarious. Oh, yeah. You know, like, oh, God, dude. And, you know, I mean, we're going to go off on it. Yeah, the tangent's already been gone off on. But the that season, I, I so I, I realized I thought I'd watch most of season five. I did had not. So yeah. I, 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 I went, went on back a, into season five and couldn't stop watching. I did a whole bender. In fact, I did some I tried to figure out how to stream season six. Uh huh but I couldn't find the first half. So right. I just bought the bought whole it. season. I just that, that dropped the, 25 that the, bucks. That, that was money well spent. Totally. Uh-huh. But that, I mean, you know, and then, and then I made the mistake of like, I'm going to, I'm going to start breaking bad. So now oh, I'm on God. season two of breaking bad. And it's like, I don't, I, what a collection of anti-heroes Vince right. has created. Yeah. Well, that's, you, so that's the thing that like towards, you know, as I was watching that, because Saul, Jimmy, yeah, was like you, you, there was a moral ambiguity there. Like I was always yeah. rooting for Jimmy, yeah, even though you know he's you know slipping Jimmy, slipping Jimmy, right? And so there's kind of you know, but always kind of, but towards the end, as it started to kind of come around the final turn of season six, I was like, I don't know if I'm rooting for this guy anymore. No, I was not. And here's, I, and here's I mean, I was kind of like, wow, is this how this is going to end? Well, because that's the thing about how brilliant that at, that worked as a prequel is that we know the the final version of of Saul Goodman. I, you know, we we get the kind of after effects, but we know where he ends up and what he compromises to get what he wants. Right. And so it's like, but you're still sitting there like, is he going to take that job? Is he gonna? Is he but, gonna? Right. It was just. It was. I. It, was, it took me like I had to kind of wrap because it's not just a prequel because it's also a post. That's true. 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, de- you definitely show how the transition to Saul Goodman, but then it ends at way after all that, yeah. way after Breaking Bad. That's true. It starts and ends way after Breaking Bad. Yeah. And so that was, I mean, again, brilliant writing, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I was really sitting there second to last episode, maybe thinking I like, I don't have your back, dude. No, I, I don't, don't have, like, especially when he, I, I'm kind of curious to see how this ends, but I'm, you're, I wouldn't. Yeah. Well, when he's like, he can't, he can't give up. He can't give up the game. Right. I'm trying to be vague for anybody that yeah, still yeah. hasn't watched it, but when he, you know, you see him making cinnamon rolls, just kind of living his protected life as a new yeah. identity. And then you see he's like, he's he like, just, you know what? Can't. Fuck this. Yeah. I I'm slipping Jimmy. Like he, that's yeah, who yeah. he is. I, right. He can't, he can't let it go. And you're like, there's, there's no way this is going to end well. There's no way. Yeah. Yeah. And you oh, can't. But speaking of ending well, how about Carol Burnett? Oh, she was oh, what a delight to see her. She yeah, was awesome. I saw that. I'm like, is that Carol Burnett? Yeah, dude. They got Carol Burnett back on camera. Like she was, was amazing. She was great. She was and amazing. As uh, everything that you know about Carol Burnett says she is over the top. That was some subtle, nuanced it acting. Was. I mean, it was actually older, acting. But, yeah, she was mm-hmm. it was really beautiful and that's what made it great because it's like we know carol burnett can be over the top yeah yeah. but this is something else i mean what a but it's you know dude like i probably shouldn't i mean i binged five season five season six better call salt i went right into season one of breaking bad finished that i'm on like two episode or season two episode three of breaking but that's depressing it's fucking well and see that i don't like i literally i don't I, i don't need to watch breaking bad again Dude, I, that is so wise because I'm like I'm sitting there watching an episode of you know, yeah, you know when they meet Tuco and, yeah, and all yeah. that, and Kirsten's like, I don't think, I don't think you can watch this with me in the same room. I didn't realize mm. how fucking brutally violent it, yeah. it is. Right, I don't, and that's just it. Like I don't. That's why I stopped watching it the first time. Yeah, um, and I did. You know, obviously finish. I I binged it to wrap up season six or whatever it was, but um. Which I I'm glad I did, but I don't need to see it again. I had a similar experience with um oh I watched uh Goodfellas again fairly recently. Oh yeah. And then I also I listened to the audiobook, which I'd never done before. Mm-hmm. And I have a very different take on that whole situation, especially because I know the postscript, which is the Henry Hill ended up being just a I mean a total loser. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, he ended up in North Platte, Nebraska, for God's sakes. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh and just kind of I'm like, you know, this is kind of romanticized just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh yeah. And now, you know, kind and then I, I got well, I wonder if the Godfather stands up. So I watched the first Godfather. And that's still, I mean, that's a really good story. It's a great story. It's a great movie. It's like a great, a great film. Like, yeah. Well, I know what started the whole thing is I was reading this book about the, it's, uh, it's called leave the gun, take the cannoli. It's a book <laughs> about the making of the Godfather. Uh huh. And it's, it's kind of interesting. I kind of lost interest in it, but, uh, cause it's just a lot of Hollywood gossip and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I, I, I was like halfway through it. And I'm like, I don't care about any of this. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I watched The Godfather, and then that's like, and I, I thought that was good. It was worth watching again, and uh, it's kind of a different movie every time, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, then so I watched Goodfellas again, and I was like, it was kind of fun, but I, I didn't, like, when it was over, I was kind of like, I don't, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I have not revisited Breaking Bad since it ended, mm-hmm. and I for i was really like i i kind of understood the anti-hero thing i think at the mm-hmm. same time i was watching dexter so there's kind of like this anti-hero <laughs> why am i rooting for a murder that's a one-two punch oh at that time it was dark i, I was watching the first three seasons of dexter i was watching dexter i was watching breaking bad and i was watching game of thrones oh good lord no wonder you're so all- messed up yeah, that really Kirsten talks about that time as you know, we were living in our apartment in South Lincoln and she was like, You were you were not okay. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but I, I'm just v- revisiting, like, I'm like, I know where Walter White ends up and I can't believe I rooted for him. Like they sucked right. me in, yeah, yeah. you know, you're rooting for him, like get the money, you know, pass right. it on to your, yeah, you're got cancer and you want to, you know, you're getting screwed by the system. You got screwed by your buddy and yeah, you yeah. should get somebody you roll. Yeah. yeah. You just yeah. You break bad. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And no. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. That I was a, there was a Reddit thread on what what was it called? It was uh like what fictional characters are kind of idolized and romanticized that really shouldn't be. Yeah. And Walter White was listed just like every other one was Walter White. People were like, totally. why the why the fuck did we idolize that guy? Yeah, dude. I mean, and hats off to Brian Cranston, who oh my god, I, I mean he, he is. Amazing. He is every bit of good, every bit as good in the first few episodes as he is at the very end of that show. Yeah, like he was he nailed that, it all the way he through. He nailed it from mm-hmm. the top. Like he, that, he so didn't. That part of Breaking Bad is great to watch, but it's so visceral that, mm-hmm. like, I even I as an actor who can kind of visualize all the camera crew and the boom mm-hmm. mic and all of it around them, I'm just like sucked in, mm-hmm. and that's mostly due to Brian Cranston. And Aaron Paul. I just know? watched him tonight in an episode of Seinfeld as Tim Watley. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was like, holy shit, that's Brian Cranston. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's man. funny you say that because I do that with music sometimes, especially the last few years. What do you like, mean? I, I can hear the production and kind of the, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I used to live with a guy actually that ran a recording studio and uh, he said he couldn't, like, he didn't enjoy music anymore really yeah because he knew too much about it i i i guess i i get it i'm i i can i can enjoy i haven't worked on as many filmed things although it, it's helpful in like moments of you know like scary movies or like mm-hmm. violence i can especially with kirsten i'm like you can, oh that, that was a really great blood pack and you yeah, know yeah. i can do that whole thing theater though is really hard for me to kind of suspend my disbelief or or put down my ego and be like, you know, it's, it's rare, you know, it's rare when I I'm at the theater and can kind of let go of just enjoy the ride. Yeah. It's gotta be really, I mean, not to be an asshole, but it's gotta be really good. Like, right. To, because it's, you know, I can kind of see through it and that's, that's, it's not, not enjoyable, you know, right. That's a different Uh, thing. You're not, you're not a rube coming in for the show. Right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. But yeah. anyway, so my point was What's your point? My point was that if you walk on eggshells around everybody all the time and try to not ever offend anybody ever, and that's like really kind of then you end up being like Kim in Florida. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? That's a really great that's a really great thing to remember because like what I hear in that is like no my intention was not to be cruel or mean or hurtful. It means that I get to be a human being in the mix too. And like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It sucks to watch somebody get hurt by something you said and you have tools to make it right. If you need to, it sounds like I don't need to do any, I don't need to fawn anymore unless it, you know what I mean? Like, that's right. my instinct is to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, it's like, right. that's not no. the right energy either. You nope. know? Yeah. But, that's not the right energy either, but I'm in the, you had in the, the conversation. Mix. I'm assuming it was resolved. Yeah, I think so. Then you just let it be resolved. Right. Mm-hmm. Unless there's a you know letter to the editor in the journal star, but nobody reads that, that so I'm good. <laughs> nobody reads it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I I appreciate that perspective because it's like yeah, if you know, not like if you're not pissing somebody off, you're yeah, fuck you know, your feelings. Yeah, that's not it. It's like right. no different thing. I, yeah, I you know to be a human being out there in the world. What kind of a <laughs> What kind of person puts a bumper sticker on their car that says, fuck your feelings? Somebody who um, really needs to uh, keep shoving those feelings down. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. 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 Somebody your feelings because I haven't felt a fe- I'm afraid to feel my feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it. It's like, yeah, fuck your feelings because I've had to because of toxic coping mechanisms and conditioning had to. Yeah. Express my feelings since I was three. Yeah. 
plus this cognitive cognitive dissonance hurts so much <laughs> that's why it's like i have yeah. to numb that out because the amount of right. yeah the amount of yeah. uh irony and and uh yeah cognitive dissonance within is deafening deafening yes. fuck, your, fuck your feelings <laughs> feel your feelings we should make we should make a parody oh, feel of, your feelings yeah but like try to find something in the same vein as that lettering like yeah, really, yeah. like oh like, that's great like tap out like tap out lettering or yeah, yeah, yeah. ufc lettering yeah or... yeah with a punisher logo at the end of it. <laughs> punisher but not the punisher like who could it be like i don't know feel your feet <laughs> wally yeah <laughs> did you say wally yeah <laughs> or baymax <laughs> yeah baymax or Feel your, feel your feelings feel your feelings oh my god that's great <laughs> oh man that is really like yeah that is i gotta get my merch the merch manager on top of that a bumper sticker with really like protastic yeah, yeah, yeah masculine yeah yeah camo what about with can it be like an like an eagle crying like post 9 11 but it oh, says feel your feelings god oh my god is that too much is that is that too intersectional yeah, i think so yeah i think we need to find the alter the punisher thing the the message might get confused that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well i have a new mission i have a new project to work on dude i'm very stoked yeah like all the ufc lettering or you know oh, yeah all that yeah oh, something yeah. you can scream feel your feelings fire in the <laughs> fire in the background <laughs> i don't put bumper stickers on my car i would put that bumper sticker <laughs> on my car if there was some way we could we could work the de guns logo into it yeah <laughs> with the, the automatic fucking rifle with the shell casings falling out of it you know you could put an ar-15 with a flower on the bear in the barrel <sighs> I don't know. I don't know if I want any yeah. gun no, icon. Keep it simple. Really Fire. macho lettering. Really macho lettering. Maybe like barbed wire around it. Like oh, yeah, that'd be ordered good. by barbed wire. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fire. Fire. Three. Big like m- metal, like die cut metal lettering, you know, like the uh, Ford Tough expensive. lettering. Well, no, it wouldn't have to be die cut, but the image, the, the yeah, image okay. is die like right. the Ford Tough logo, you know. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel yeah. your feelings. Feel your feelings. Fuck your feelings. Oh my god, that's great. Yeah, we're all just fucking bozos on this bus, man. I I don't know. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like I don't want to learn. I don't. I have a hard time being a human that learns shit. I, I, it's like, Oh, how I learn because I I'm can't... forced to, because I've done something incorrect. That's where I'm at. Right. Mm-hmm. That is where I had I'm somebody at. Tell me that I was wise the other day at work. And I'm like, no, that's not true. I've just have, I've made, I've made all the wrong decisions. Somebody and have lived to tell about it. A coworker said, I want to be Zen. Like Joel, I'm like, the only reason I'm Zen is out of pure, like, survival right if 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 i am zen at all it's because i've had to be zen otherwise i was going to explode so right out of necessity yeah that's real Hmm. i heard somebody tell me this is years ago like the only reason you're doing this is to save your life and i'm like what else what other reason is there (laughs) like and right i was like what's your point yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm like that's actually 100% correct. Yeah. I, yeah. I newsflash. I don't have instinctual virtues that cause me to take spiritual actions. I ha- I need a little, <laughs> I need a little heat. I think, I don't think that's entirely true. I don't either. I don't either. I I've come to learn that I've come to realize, and this is good for me to say right now on the record that I do truly believe in inherent that, that we are all inherently good. And I've said it before and I, I need to, I need to be the first person to tell myself that sometimes it's like, you're not a piece of shit, dude. Right. You just made a mistake. You said something fucked up and you actually got lovingly called on it. And right. That's like best case scenario. Really? Yeah. And I was able to not be like, fuck your feelings. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Right. Cause um, you could have done that in front of like 20 people. 
Yeah, it's like, you know, it's one of those things where the 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 desire though to preserve the ego and to not look like a fool is strong it's like instinctual well, there's an entire political party based on it. <laughs> double down baby right just keep doubling down into the we are domestic terrorists you're absolutely right let's go oh my god <laughs> i had something and it just left me oh did i did i tell you that I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed, but I don't know that I'd normally share this, but I'm going to, what the hell yeah. I invested. I spent some money. I got sucked into a Facebook ad is what it was. Uh Oh, I, I bought, well, my, uh, my older daughter's into, she's got has a really, uh, David Rose esque skincare regimen. Oh, wow. And okay. it's actually like, it's really cool. So I bought some disco stuff. Have you seen the disco ads on Facebook? Disco? Disco, like as in disco, like John Travolta, Saturday Night Fever, Disco. That's the name of the brand. Of skincare products? Skincare products, yeah. Uh-huh. No, I don't know anything about disco. Are they supporting the podcast now? Because I, I love disco I, products. I, I love disco products. Every <laughs> <laughs> time you say disco products, I think like bell bottoms and no, 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 no. platform shoes. No, but it's like... uh you know, toner and a body wash and uh, oh, a face mask, a mask, a mud mask, oh, which yeah. I love, by the way. I've done a face mask. I love the face mask. Okay. Um, and they had this little eye stick thing that theoretically is supposed to reduce the dark circles. Yeah. Kirsten has these little sticker things that she's had me try. Yeah. This is Gianna. My daughter has the sticker things, but I, uh, this is, uh, it's like a, it's like a little stick and you kind of rub the stuff on the serum. It has caffeine in it. It's supposed to do wonderful things. I don't know. Frankly, I'm is kind it, of in... Is it weird though? Is it like weird packaging where it's like has to be super macho? It's not super macho. It's very appropriate. It doesn't okay. like, fuck your feelings, macho. It's like very fuck your feelings. I care circles. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the you want <laughs> the let's go Brandon uh, mud mask yeah. for men. <laughs> right. Uh no, it looks more like um, if Apple made eye care okay. product or skincare products. Yeah, very right. tasteful and you know expensive okay. looking, because which is good because I they made me feel like I got some value out of it. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's been it's been kind of fun actually. Nice. Yeah, it's good. It's, I'm uh, glad you're taking care of your skin, dude. That's what I'm saying. Fuck it. Take I care wonder, of your skin. I started like I'm 50 years old and I started getting like an acne flare up and I'm like, okay, this sucks. I need to start taking care of my skin. You know what, though? Can I be? This is going to be the most vulnerable I think I've ever been on this podcast. Oh, that's saying something. I know that's true. I I sometimes I sometimes like I don't I don't watch pimple popping videos because I think I'd be into it. It's like that, you know. Like I kind of miss <laughs> right. I miss those sad, lonely junior high nights, <laughs> right? Oh, popping shit, zits in the mirror, right? Thinking this is so fun, but it's so gross, and this is why I can't ask a girl out totally like this is why i i can't even i can't even look at myself I, used alone. To, I was friends well i was associated with a guy in high school who uh or just out of high school who like if he had big plans for a night if a pimple popped up on the evening of that night he would cancel his plans and stay home oh because he couldn't be seen like that yeah and i i mean i was just pizza face so i'm like yeah that's so weird dude yeah, some people have real gnarly like body dysmorphia stuff when it comes to right. Things. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, I still have. I still. That's why I tell my kids. I'm like, I hope that you got your mom's skin because mine sucks. <laughs> your skin is, your skin is beautiful, Steve. Mm, it, after the there. Accutane, it was a lot better. Accutane. Oh, you don't know about Accutane? I hey, think I do. Way to, this is a weird way to end the podcast, but uh, <laughs> I think they still make it. But um, it, it's this. It's for an acne treatment and it basically destroys your skin and rebuilds it. Here's how, here's how funky Accutane is, is that if you're a guy and you're on an Accutane regimen and you get a girl pregnant, she has to abort the fetus because it'll be a born horribly disfigured. Oh my. That's how powerful it is. And I'm not is sure it, that it's prescribed. Is it like a anymore. pill? It's like an oral yeah, pill? Yeah, yeah, it's a pill. Oh, you take I was it thinking it's like a... You take it for like three or four months. 
maybe even a little bit longer, but your skin gets all red and because you're literally like sloughing off all your skin. I, don't I did it when I was like 25, probably because I still had acne issues and somebody recommended that's a good idea. It was it helped. It worked, but it's like it's seriously bad juju. Yeah, man. You're like yeah. radioactive. It's pretty Accutane was intense, man. It was intense. Um, I, but it, I had it, it helped a lot. I had some gnarly acne and I had to use like special soap and like I got those it was like napalm stridex pads yeah, yeah. That? yeah just... i still i still that's a um salicylic acid and i still use that i use salicylic acid and just a pad you know do you do you buy just salicylic acid like yeah, it's neutrogena so it's you know shishi but uh yeah it's okay just, it's well i just remember it's in the stridex pads okay yeah. i just didn't know if you bought it in bulk like walter white or something and yeah funny mixy. <laughs> i buy it in an eight ounce bottle I don't know what you do. For you personal you, use. You know all the actual names of medication. Right. That's that's a salicylic loving... acid and a benzoyl peroxide. I, I don't wash my face. You should. It's good for you. I do, I don't like I. I'm I'm now. Um, my daughter sold me on the sunscreen on the face and neck. Yeah. She's like, you don't oh, wear sunscreen yeah. on your face. She was like, actually, like, kind of annoyed slash concerned that I didn't do that. That's a that's a that's that's another facet of toxic masculinity bullshit. We should have been putting fucking at least fi- ten to fifteen on our fucking bodies most of our lives. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, I was I was suntan king when I was a kid. What do you mean? You had lots of lotion, or you were super no? I mean, like bronze. I was just super super bronze. Yeah, I lived at the pool, and I never put on sunscreen. You're a little pool rat, just fucking totally. Orange. That's how I spent my entire something. My yeah. All summer I was I was a white sheet of copy paper most of the Oh time. yeah. No, I was always really tan. But then or, I, or I'd be like or... apple red, you know, oh, like, sure, like yeah. there was one year here. Uh I mean I was probably like late twenties. I went to Woods Pool on my day off and fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> and woke up like three hours later. Uh, I, it was the worst pain I've ever been in. None of the lifeguards like woke you up like, hey, no, man, it's a public pool. It's Woods pool. they're not, you know, they're not looking for me. They're looking for people drowning. That's true. That's pr- I'd rather they focus on right. if kids and, are going to drown. But I mean, I had like, I should have gone to the hospital because it God, was can... so hot. It was so hot. And uh, for like two days, I couldn't sleep. It was awful. Anyway, whatever. So yeah, the point is, is like now at age 51, after a lifetime of it's fine you know what's the worst that's gonna happen i get a little burned yeah well now i'm wearing sunscreen on my face yeah man yeah yeah we 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 should have been lubing up this whole time whole time yeah so you know wear sunscreen everybody even if it's a little 15 you know just keep it little sunscreen skin is important yep so anyway today's podcast is brought to you by disco men's facial skincare products so far big fan thank you disco we thank really you, appreciate disco. it I'm a, i have a new lease on life what do you uh, i can't end the podcast this way what what are you listening to um what am i listening to i listened to something really interesting recently and i have no memory so i gotta look it up i'll, I'll give you what i'm listening to whatever Oh, I listened to this morning. I listened to the album Easter by uh, Patti Smith. Oh, which has the original version of Because the Night because on it. Because the Night, dude, that mm-hmm. fucking song. It's great. And uh, just because last night I was flipping through YouTube and I ended up watching uh, the last half of a Who concert, the Who from 1975 at the Pontiac Silverdome in front of like 80,000 people. 75. What album is that? Uh, well, I don't remember before uh pre-quadrophenia no post-quadrophenia it was like won't get fooled again was the big so like who's next yeah i guess i don't know i'm not a who scholar but whatever it was like peak uh peak roger daltrey leather fringy vest um and the golden hair you know him and robert plant must have been in a competition or something they totally were and Robert Plant wins that every time, but holy shit, did he try? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Um, but uh, and then the John Bonham Keith Moon thing. Yep. I mean, the the two bands on stage, you're kind of indistinguishable in a way, you know. Oh, yeah. One one was singing about 
uh, dwarves and the Shire and one wasn't. Right. And the other one was thinking about, you know, uh, working man's blues and whatever. Right. Um, but it was great. <coughs> it was friggin' awesome. Keith That's Moon awesome. was in fine form, um, which was his last good tour. Oh, um, yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, it was incendiary. Blue mm. Francesca's mind. Yeah. You know, like she was engrossed. That's raw fucking rock and roll. Power. Oh, yeah. It's it's just it's well, maximum R&B. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I kind of. I don't love Pete Townsend and I think Keith Moon also falls in the category of people like that's it's really just kind of sad. Super sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, but then seeing him do the Keith Moon thing at his in his prime, I was mm. like, oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, like he's yeah. really fun, you know, yeah. just yeah. totally he's, insane. He's animal. Yes, he's yeah. animal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And uh yeah. And I mean it was just it was amazing. It was great. Like I was engrossed. You know, yeah. So anyway, that was fun. I uh, I've been listening to some Sunny Day Real Estate. I don't know if you know that band. I know the name, but they're they're kind of like they are. They they are the quintessential emo band. I think I'm out. I but I know (laughs) one of my the reason I I started listening to them again because I saw that they're touring and they're coming to Omaha in December, and I'm like I'm going. Um, but the last time I saw them was at Knickerbockers in like 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. And it was one of the best live concert experiences I've ever had in my life. Okay, fine. So I, I was like, do they have a new album out? Why are they touring? They don't. They're just touring again. And I'm so, hmm. I'm also, <laughs> I've got a weird, like, it's probably good. I don't live in LA County because I might stalk this person. Johnny Pemberton is like my favorite comedian, content maker, <laughs> podcaster. Okay. And I went down a rabbit hole of his, like, he's got a podcast now called Live to Tape. I highly recommend it. I will push it out there. But his old podcast, Twisting the Wind, I went, and this was like, I started listening to it like the first few episodes from like 2012. I got a real, I got a real man crush on Johnny Pemberton. Okay, he's the guy you know? with the leather rose, right? Yeah, he does the okay. leather rose with Duncan uh-huh. Trussell, and All he right. got he he uh, he goes live on Twitch sometimes and just like does weird stuff and watches weird videos and comments on it. And he he was uh, he was a weird, very Ween reference brown mm-hmm. um, escape in the height of pandemic life for me oh, on sure. Twitch. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. <clears throat> well, cool. Johnny Pemberton. Yeah. Johnny P. Johnny P. Seven, I think, I think also known Jack, as Te- Kevin Tipcorn. I think past guest Jack Van Cleve and I are going to do a spinoff podcast or fire uh, back up the old Grateful Dead podcast again. So here's my recommendation because uh-huh. he mentioned this last Friday. Uh-huh. Are you going to do it a la Mystery Science Theater 3000. I, thought, I was thinking about that tonight. I was mowing my buddy's yard and uh, I was thinking about that. The thi- And I thought, here's the thing about that idea. While in theory, it could be fun. What do I hate more than anything ever? What do I hate literally more than anything? No, that's why what I, I didn't want to. More than anything ever is people talking while the Grateful Dead are playing. Shut the fuck up. So why would I make a podcast where that's the entire premise of it? Because you're just leaning right in. You're diving right into the black hole. You're diving right. To, what you're, kind of you're, sick, twisted person wants to listen to people talk over the dead? I think you should try it. <laughs> It'd be like Gandalf facing the Balrog, man. You're just diving into the I don't the, even know what ab- you just said. Just going right into the belly of the beast okay release the kraken yeah you want to get nuts let's get nuts and call it (laughs) shut the fuck up the jack and steve grateful dead podcast okay that i can get behind it there i'm in i'm an idea man i'm an idea man man shut the fuck up the jack and steve (laughs) s-t-f-u-g-d there you go i love it yeah we There's a sticker that. right there, man. Jack and I can riff on that. Just pop you, in a show and just start talking. Yeah, man. And have a steely <laughs> with the bone finger like this. Right in front of its mouth. 
Could actually do my graphic design department on that. I'd listen. <laughs> okay, we'll think about it. That's so funny. I still have the account. Like it's still just floating out there. Yeah, man. <laughs> do a one-off. See how it goes. The, Find the, a show that the, that you could have a lot to say about and see I, how yeah, it goes. I could talk about all the time. Yeah. I can just pick one at random. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta pick one with a with a a sunrise and a Donna and all of it. Just to... oh god, let's not let's not start off like that. <laughs> let's not start off like this one's for you, Dave. <laughs> yeah, man, just go for it. Oh god, yeah, dive into exactly what you hate. Okay, man. fine. Ain't no time to hate, man. Just talk. Fine. <laughs> I love it. All right, man. Well, I I want to say one thing, and it's kind yeah. of sentimental. Okay. I really didn't want to do it because I was really in my brain and, and I'm really glad we did this podcast. I really appreciate having you and all of our dozens of listeners. Sure, man. Well, you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. We're all here for you, Joel. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what, that's how it, it's what it seems like lately. <laughs> what goes around comes around. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. It'll be, it'll be your turn to be in the barrel next that's time. That's what I'm saying. I'll look forward to it. <laughs> All right, man. Love you. All right. Love you, too. Later. Next time you see me, things won't be the same. Next time you see me, things won't be the same. If it hurts.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.